Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. Yeah, so... Yay! Podcast. Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered, sissy. Life's Lemonade? Yeah. (laughs) Life's lemonade. Unfiltered. That's very important. Unfiltered. Okay. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Seeds, pulp, and oh, everything. Yeah, right? Um, For sure. Exciting, exciting. Usually with some tequila. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should bring some wine. Margarita. Yeah. You want to get yourself a drink? I think I might. Let me go get one. Okay. Okay. Go do that. I should have told her. We we always drink on the job. (laughs) I'm out. Okay. All right. I am back. There you the parts about moving into a house, they do find like these. Okay, so ladies. tell us about yourself first, like your where you live, married, kids, all the things important. Mm-hmm. All the things. So I'm Elizabeth. I'm the oldest of four, and my sister is five years. Uh, um, I have another brother, and then my sister's next. So we're five years apart. She's my twin from like five years apart. <laughs> we are. Um, and I have we have two brothers, and obviously her, and I have five kids. I have one that's in college. He's 19. And I have Isabella, who's a junior in high school. And then I have a 13-year-old. He's a uh, seventh grade. And then I have Jairus, who's 10. He's four, fourth grade. And I have Mateo, who's, um, I'm so nervous. Who's, who's six years old in kindergarten. And they're all homeschooled. Wow. We live, in, we live in Bastrop, Texas. We came to Texas to live off the fat of the land. And we found out that it's very humbling. <laughs> living off the fat of the land is a lot of work. Yeah. But we made some good memories. So yeah, it's we've been here since uh we'll be seven years in in April. Wow. That's yeah, we drove out here in an RV and didn't know where we're going. And everybody get in the car and let's go. That's crazy. Talk yeah. about shifters of life. Yeah, you right? just do it. <laughs> just make it yeah, there's why. I mean, let's just make an adventure out of it every step of the way. Sometimes you you wonder what the heck were From you the thinking? beginning of it when you were like we're <clears throat> leaving in an RV and we're gonna visit different parts of different states to see where we're yeah going. and you guys went totally uh just not bl- yeah blind faith really yeah really yeah we sat my husband and I sat down and we decided to do like a ten year plan you know like ten years from now where do you want to see yourself kind of thing and we realized that ten years from where we were our Nathaniel would have been um, eighteen. If we, if we left, actually, no, he was, it would have been, he would have been like 20 or something, 23 or something like that. Cause he was already, he was already 12. He would have been yeah. 22 years old if we left in 10 years. And we're like, we can't, we can't, wait we can't do long. that. So then we like kept, kept doing like, okay, five-year plan. And then we're like, oh, he'd be 18. And, and then, okay, that's not going to work. And then it was like two-year plan. And it was like, oh, it's still, and we like, okay, we got to, if we're going to do it, now. we got to do it now. So yeah. And so the initial plan was not Texas. Like that wasn't the end. No. So we had prayed. I mean, so everything is just, it was very prayerful, very uh, trying to see what the Lord is leading. And so uh, we had prayed for the Lord to show us where he wanted us to go. And we went to, we thought of three states. Actually, we thought of two states. First was Colorado because Dan's family's from there. His dad lives there. And the other one was Idaho. And so we're like, we'll go to, we'll figure that out. Luna, we'll go and check it out. And then um, somebody's like, have you guys checked out Texas? And we're like, no, like there's going to be like tumbleweeds and cowboys and hats. And I like a car with AC, you know, I was like, I am not going to wrap it like that. Right. And so they're like, no, 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 it's actually not like that. Just, and since we were already kind of like in this adventure kind of place in our hearts and our minds, we're like, well, let's just drive. I mean, when our house is on wheels, well, I mean, what do we have to lose? Yeah. So we were in an RV with four kids, four kids, she was three pregnant. dogs. And you were pregnant uh, with Mateo. Yeah. And I got pregnant with Mateo. So I was already like pregnant. I was, um, by the time we got to Texas, I was six months pregnant. That was another thing too. You guys had a quick timeline. Cause you had to be somewhere where you could have a baby. Yeah. So by the time we got to, yeah. So that was one of the things is trying to figure out what state, but then, you know, I was like, if I have to like have a baby in some town, I would have like, just find me a birthing center and a midwife. I'm good. Like yeah, that's pool. all I need, you know? <laughs> I was like, you wanted me to have it in the RV. I'll have it in the RV. Like it, it didn't really, it didn't really bother me too much, but we got to Texas. And as soon as we were driving in, as a matter of fact, I remember driving 
And we're like, what is that? And off to the side, you could see a cloud in rain. It was like gray, like black. It was just, whoosh. and I was like, we're driving into that. Like we're, <laughs> we're going to die. And I didn't realize in Texas that when it rains here, it's just like, it's just like oh, direct. Boy. And the like clouds literally move like this in the sky because it's flat. You could see it miles away. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then we ended up going to Georgetown and we're just like, this is like really beautiful because it was green. It was lush. There was no tumbleweeds and no cowboys yet. <laughs> I was like, I could do this. And then as we uh, started to look around Texas, we found a little town called Elgin, Elgin, Texas. And we just fell in love. And actually the reason why we fell in love with it was we were checking out churches because we're like, we can't, we can't move to a town that doesn't have a church that we feel at home. And we went to this church and we're like, this is it. <laughs> and we never left. Yeah. So and then have a great community there. Yeah. So we found a house on 15 acres in Texas for like crazy cheap because I thought for sure it was going to be next to like a dairy farm or a pig farm. Or <laughs> I'm like, there's a there's there's a reason for it for it to be that cheap, but actually it ended up being really beautiful. And um enough to where we were so I was so scared to let my kids off the porch because there was scorpions and snakes yeah. and I don't even know what. I was like, you guys can't leave. Yeah, it took a little bit to get, you know, it was like that first summer was really hard and it was so hot and I was pregnant, you know? And so then the next summer I was like, all right, guys, if you're going to go to the back, take a stick in the dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Good luck. That's the rule. Good luck. <laughs> go back. And wear your boots. Yeah, wear your boots. Yeah, that was another thing. They had to wear boots. Sure enough, they were, they made it. They're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, a, a few of them have been uh, stung by scorpions. Really? Yes, they have been. Yeah, I remember the first, oh, that was one of the things that, you know. I think we, it was we Elijah up, first, right? Yeah, we were, I mean, we we're used to going to Mexico and you're like, don't touch the scorpions because you're going to, I mean, potentially die, right? And so I was mortified of scorpions. And the first time my kids got a stung, which was Elijah, we were, we were um, separating the laundry and they just kind of go into everything. Oh and it stung him on the knee. And I was like, he's going to die. <laughs> this is it I love you <laughs> and I called the pediatrician I'm like what do I do what emergency room do I go to she's like oh just put apple cider vinegar on a cotton ball and I'm like that's it <laughs> oh my god so, yeah it pulls out it draws out the venom so um and it uh, what I hear is that it, actually I finally I got stung years years later but it feels like a bee sting like oh. a wasp thing yeah so but oh. by then by that's then so after years my kids every time they got stung they're like <laughs> I mean, they were just, they knew where to go. So it, was, yeah. it worked out really great. Oh, that's so yeah. I imagine the- it's like way more painful and scary than that. that like they, so the too. movies make it seem like really so scary. intense. I know. Cause they're always like crawling and then people like after they get yeah. stung, you know, they're well, going. What you don't know you're afraid of, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. once, <laughs> once, once you kind of like start to like hear stories and you kind of see, especially if something happens, you're like, oh, well, I guess it's not that bad that <laughs> we survived. Yeah, yeah, right? Here we are. <laughs> yeah. So That's there's cool. been lots of lessons learned in the country, um, you know, even raising our own meat and my kids seeing what that looks like and um, just having freedom to just go outside and not be worried about being hit by a car or, you know, that kind of thing. I think uh, what we wanted my children to live have a different kind of childhood than we did. I mean, even though we had a, such a beautiful childhood because back then when we were kids, it was such a different time, right? Yeah. We could be outside for hours. And I mean, and I don't we even were, know if my mom ever called us. We were out in our neighborhood from the time the sun came up to yeah. went down at, like in the summer. Yeah. But by the time my kids, my kids came around, the times weren't the same, you know, it was very different. So um, we wanted our kids to slow down from growing up so fast. We wanted them to see something more than just than just what we're what we know, you know. Uh, moving to Texas was has been a blessing. <laughs> it's been hard, it's been but it's hard. been beautiful. Yeah, it's been really beautiful. I don't. There's not uh, not a thing that I go. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have never done this. It's always been like, this is still good. And we just moved into town, so we sold our house in the country and we moved into town. And so now we are getting used to having neighbors. And we're three blocks from downtown, and it's it's really sweet town and four four blocks from the river. So that's like new adventures. And yeah, yeah, so it's, it's just, but that's life, right? Constant change. There's always change. And I'm like, if you can't roll with the punches or make lemonade, it really changes the perspective of the things that come. Oh, that's so amazing. (laughs) Wow. It's so crazy how people just like live these lives like that, you know, like 
I know we always talk about it. Like, what is it like being a person that just follows that instinct to go? Right. And how for people like me that need the structure, it's harder to get out of my head and into my heart about those decisions. Yeah. And you guys have always been so good about this feels right to us. Like you have the changer, the mover in our family. And even like for me, like the best example of just like thinking outside of the box and it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to make sense to everyone else, but it really doesn't. Yeah. And you guys have literally like paved the way for me to make some of those, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's kind of, you know, my husband, no, Okay. (laughs) he, um, he actually, I mean, we've been married 20 years, 20 years, right? We're we're going on 20 years this year, which is a long time. And he, you already already had your 20th anniversary. Yeah. So we went on 21. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, So the September will be 21. And he, he even says, um, if I had not married you, I would not have known all these adventures, mm. like even food, like simple yes. things like food. Right. And he's like, I would be so boring. <laughs> he would be that boring techie guy. He didn't have to warm up his food. He wouldn't warm it up. I'm like, who is yeah. cold food? You know? That's like cool too. Super just like, yeah, he could wear the same thing every day. Yeah. He could like nothing, nothing, you know, he's, he's very happy being in that lane. And I'm like, what are we doing today? What yeah. wall are we taking down? What, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah my husband like, always says, he's like, if you weren't here, I would just live in a white house with white sheets and white towels and just bleach everything. And it'd be easy. <laughs> that's, that's what I say. I'm like, yeah. that's boring. They don't know how much flavor we bring into their life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit of both. That's you the are. struggle. I think I'm always trying to, I don't know. Yeah. I think you're more like, you're more adventurous and go with the flow than you give yourself credit for. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, I think um, there's a time in our life where we get to be trailblazers, right? And when we have children and when we, when we come from a place like, like we came up from a really crazy home, Mm -hmm. like we're like, we're not trailblazing behind those people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking my path up that hill. Like, right. I'm going the hard way. She like, was giving me the now. rundown last night a little bit of like the siblings and the, the, dynamic. the dynamic and the childhood. And I was like, <laughs> she literally, she was, she was like stood there like frozen. I have so yeah. many questions. She had, yeah. She was like, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. We have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> for real. We're, we're still like, Oh, what, what happened? Like, yeah. Did I witness something? <laughs> yeah. What? No. What happened? Was I there? Yeah. What? Did I just witness something? For, yeah. for real. Yeah. Um, I think um, the the great thing about, I guess, life in general is that a wrong is a wrong and you can't make a wrong a right, mm-hmm. right? And so when you grow up with so much wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and even though it was like, they didn't know any better, right? You know better, yeah. right? There was something that stirs in, in you. And I think that's just, for me, that's, that's how God moves me, yeah. right? That's like, he's like, all right, girl, you better sit. I mean, and I... I've had so many issues with my family where I think when you, when you grow up like that, you realize like, okay, there's, there's some things that I could avoid. Yeah. You know, there's some things that are just accidents and some things that are just that they don't sit. You're just kind of sitting in that like replay mode Mm -hmm. and you're like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine who uh, she's like, I remember when you were little, she's like, you just stood up for what was, what was Mm -hmm. right. Oh. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know that's what was happening. Yeah. But I mean, I remember looking back, like there was so many fights that I had with, with my dad. dad and my mom because I was like, that's not right. And that's not right. And, <laughs> I mean, I think they were just like, shut up and just go with the flow. Right. Because, you know, they didn't shut they didn't want to move out of that place. Yeah. They didn't they didn't want to be pushed to do better. Yeah. Um, maybe because they were just so stuck in their their own cycle. Their so. own loop. <laughs> yeah. OK, so you're five years older than her. Yes. So what, so like age five to 10 that she wouldn't remember, what are things that happened in that age range that she wouldn't remember that were like, um, I guess like important parts of your childhood. Sure. Five to 10, five to 10 for her, right. For you. Cause for she me. Okay. To five, right? so she, okay. So I remember because of how we grew up, I think that there's a lot of things that are just kind of like, it's not like my kids can look at a picture, but be like, Oh, that was sweet. Right. It was just kind of like, ah, you know, everything. Yeah. I think it was, it was survival mode quite a bit more often than we had to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so five years old, I am now, if my sister's five, I'm 10. Oh gosh. So, um, 
My parents sent her away to Mexico for a year. Yeah, I lived with my grandparents for a year wow. in Mexico. I went when to a really small five. town. Yeah, kindergarten. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why? Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was sent to, I was in third grade. I didn't, I didn't last. I had to come home. I was I there for like a whole year. <laughs> yeah. And she left, like, she was like, I think yes. I could have stayed, yes. stayed there. Yeah. And she's just, she's just going to do it. Right. So yeah, there was this one picture. Okay. So my sister came out girly as girly can be <laughs> Yeah, like girly. Like I remember, um, there was this really cute outfit and I, so because I was the oldest, I followed my sibling. Like I was the mama. So yes. I followed my siblings everywhere. Like my mom says that if I lost one, it was like, I was going to lose my crap. Like she's like, I had to make sure you had to make sure that you knew where all the kids were. Here's the mama. Head. And so, yeah. So five years old, I'm 10. She's five. My mom works all day. And then she goes to school at night she was and like, I was left. We take the bus, take the bus. And then we came home and then I would take care of my siblings until my mom got home, which wasn't until late, late. I can't remember. But I was actually, so let me go back. No, I remember this one. I remember this one picture of her when she was five years old. She was in kindergarten and she's in Mexico. She's sitting on this rock. Oh, I love that picture. And she just has her hands on her waist. She's got this really cute dress, kind of like. It was frilly, very frilly. Yeah, really frilly. She loves frilly stuff, frilly. And yeah. she's got a little, she's got her hair. Like she always liked her hair really nice and combed. <laughs> and it was up and she's just like. I was wearing like, a. And um, boots. A little. But I was wearing the, a, a little, little hat. It was a mini hat clip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, it was a little hat. It looked like a little hat. That was oh taken gosh. close to Tia Marta's house. Yeah, and she had these little boots on. And that right there just showed, like, the epitome of who she was for years. Like, she just, she was little and she was right in not, a, Have I never told you Why have story? I never seen this? <laughs> yeah, so my sister was, uh, she was a baby and she was in a walker. And my mom had this um, ashtray that was probably, like, you know, like, couch height. And for some reason, there happened to be... Like I don't know if that was where the cigarette was or it was just chipped. But my sister put her finger in there and she just went like this. And so she just like sliced off her finger, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so my parents <gasps> left. They left and I was home taking care of my, my brothers. And I remember her coming back from the hospital and I was just like, my baby sister had to have this crazy looking cast because it looked like a Q-tip yeah. like this. And they, yeah, and it then they had to put, yeah, she was baby. And then they had to put, a pin in her finger. So I remember my mom cleaning it. I was like, this is the most horrifying thing. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. And I remember just after that, we were, I was just like, she can't get hurt again. Like, you know, we just, we just have to take care of her. That's trauma. But I remember that she, she knew what she wanted, <laughs> even at that age, <laughs> yeah. even if her daughter into trouble. <laughs> yeah. That's so uh, but it was really scary. Yeah. So five to 10. Um, so yeah, yeah, we just had a lot of, we had a lot of tents. I mean, we were, my mom would leave on the weekends to go to work or whatever. And we would have these massive tents and in the living room. And then we would put soap in the hallways and then we'd slide up and down, but we would have it all clean before she got home. So I think we just kind of all, you know, it was a sweet way of us doing life together because we always had some kind of like creative thing to do within you know a neighborhood but all of that all those memories were with us with with each other because we created a light Uh, yeah a different world because when our parents were home it was not that way yeah I know I was telling the kids of the day that um I remember my dad would come home for dinner so he would get off of work and hang out at a certain time and dinner had to be like like on the table not only was it on the table, one of us had to stand right next to him to make sure a fly never landed on his plate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if we sat down to eat, we didn't, if we started laughing, oh. it was like, all it took was, <clears throat> and then we're like, I mean, it was like, there's no fun. He was, always looking, he was always looking down, still eating when he did that. Yeah. He never, he never looked at us in the face. He never, he was, he just had this really, really hard way of, of expressing himself. Yeah. That's well, this girl right here, this girl still challenged that. <laughs> I know what story you're going with right now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My dad. Okay. So anything that was repetitive and annoying would just make him just lose his shit all the time. Right. Yeah, does that ever- so my sister's little and she has this spoon uh, she's got this spoon and she's eating and I think she might have gotten bored or she didn't want to eat what she wanted to eat right and she sits there and she's like tapping on the on the table right and it's my mom has a glass a glass, glass. like 
to protect her on the top of the table. Yeah. So she's like, ding, 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 ding. And my dad's like, stop it. And then she's like, ding, ding, ding. I said to stop it. And she's like, ding. <laughs> and just look at him. And I'm like, oh, this girl is, she, what are you doing? Was a death wish. I'm trying to keep you alive. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. It was, I was like, I had to just watch her and be like, oh my gosh. But you know, my dad also had different, different um, dynamic within our, the kids too, because um, for, in his eyes for many years, my sister and my brother were his only children Mm -hmm. and and I was not. So my mom, the story I told you last night. Yeah. Yeah, So my mom, my mom had me with him and then she left my dad and had my brother. So for him, we were the other children. Yeah. So I'm like, this girl, she is lucky. She's one of his. It saved her from a lot of things for sure. That's crazy. I'm the oldest of three sisters and my stepdad raised me. So my two younger sisters are his and I'm not his, but he raised me from the time I was one, but that's the same thing. Like my, my sister is you Malia, and she is the challenger and she like just does what she's going to do and she's not going to take crap. And I just remember having the same feelings as the oldest, like the peacemaker, just do what we know we're supposed to do. And she was, I'm not doing what we're supposed to do if I don't want to. And (laughs) having that anxiety of like, oh my God, but same, like my dad had just this weird bond with her where it's like, you think it's going to explode and then it doesn't. And you're like, it doesn't explode. You're kind of waiting. You're like, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, she, she challenged quite a few things in her life. She's still not done. (laughs) No, I'm still challenging. Oh my gosh. That's funny. And even though, even though for me, I probably, because I was the oldest, so I had to experience like so much more like my world, even though I'm adventurous in one way, I won't adventure anywhere where it's life or death. Mm-hmm. right anything that's danger I won't I won't do but anything that's life-giving I'm like let's go right yeah. so for me like where she would she feel like she could do both I didn't I didn't do the other one because I was like mm-mm, I've already mm-mm, nope yeah I've I had already that. way so yeah yeah way too many that I'm like yeah, I choose I choose this other way <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I feel that. What do you think, like, as sister, I had sisters growing up and we fought about the stupidest things and I can still remember, but like, what's a stupid fight that you got into that was like, I don't know, your biggest fight, but also not serious. I kids. remember calling her a bitch one time and it was like, and I, I think I must've been like in junior I high. I don't remember. And she just, she was like my shadow already. I'm like, I already have to take care of y'all the time. Yeah. You know, the times that I got to be like by myself, like she just wanted to be my shadow. And I was like, I, I think I said something like, you better stay home and you better not say anything to mom. And she's like, I'm a dumb mom. And I'm like, you're such a bitch. And then she told my mom. And my mom's like, <laughs> I yeah, she goes, I, Yesenia told me that you called her a bitch. And I'm like, I know I did. <laughs> and I just felt like so awful I I mean it just I think that was probably the first and the last time I ever called her a bad name because I was like I can never I mean I was like yeah. that is not how yeah. I want her to see that yeah That's so it was awful. it was really I felt so awful and I think you might not remember it but but I do I'm like oh my gosh I'm like words go so deep I'm like do I, not I'm like it's really bickering though because I watch you know Alexia and Malaya bicker all the time I don't remember us bickering did we I think um no I think I think any of the discipline that happened was me right so I'd be like calmate like st- I'd slap her a pull of the hair or something like that but it was because you guys were just being yeah annoying right (laughs) you know but um I don't remember bickering I do remember like many nights like you know we had we had a a bunk bed and we always slept together and when we finally decided to sleep on separate bunks it was we just chit chat 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 and I'd be like shut up you said I have nothing to say shut up I'm trying to go to bed and then and then she'd start and then I'd be like shut up and then I'd start and then shut up and then finally we're just like you know, or the nights too that I had really bad leg cramps, she would get oh up and God. help me rub them out because I used to get really bad Charlie horses. Oh and she would get out of bed. to sleep. I'd be like rubbing her yeah. leg. But yeah, she she'd cry. be rubbing my like, leg. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they were so bad. So we in high school. So. I mean, even oh, if I was 15 and she was 10, like she'd get up and take care of me at night, you know? Yeah. Or even if I was thirsty, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I know, she always made me get her water. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh so funny. Oh, there's some things. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, um, I don't remember a whole lot of bickering. I don't think there was enough bickering already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, by that time, by the time I was, uh, 15, she moved um, out. no, I moved out at 17. 
I felt like. But I remember though, <laughs> I mean, all those years though, I mean, remember mom was a Jehovah's Witness and my dad was nothing. And my dad was crazy. Like he would lock us out of the house. He would burn all our Bibles. He would have to sneak it through the window. I'd have to hide them before my dad would beat them. Yeah. And my brother and I would come out and fight my dad. And um, my dad would. I mean, it was off. just, it was just a hot, like, it was just a hot mess for so many years. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I think at 17, I had a, I had a boyfriend in high school. And uh, I mean, I always did everything. I always did everything they wanted me to do. I'd stay home. I didn't do anything. I didn't go out we to parties. We weren't to do anything. We weren't allowed to do anything, right? You and, you and, and I. I. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, our brothers got away with doing drugs in the house. So uh, yeah. having girls in there. I mean, I, it was it was so different for such a dual. I don't, it just like it just it didn't it didn't make sense and so I remember um I was like I'm tired I am done and I I had asked my parents if I can go on a date with my my boyfriend to go see a movie and they said no and I was like okay well they said no and my dad my dad was sitting in the living room watching the movie and I walked out the back door I was like if that's not a bigger slap in his face I don't know what it is and so when I got home it was it was a whoop as is what I got. So, and after that, I was like, yeah, I'm done. But I do remember though, I was a sophomore in high school and I got invited to a party. And by oh. then, like something happened, something happened. Like, I don't know if it was junior high, maybe it was junior high. after I, maybe I called you. I was, I was so mad. I called you rich mm-hmm. after that. I was like, she is, she's like my, she's like my girl. Like, and I took, we went everywhere. Like I took her everywhere I went. And so I had her well, that at night. At that point, it didn't like bother you that, that I would come. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think that saying the- it out loud made me realize like that's not that's yeah. not who I am, right? I remember take, taking her to a party, and I had, and I was like, I'm gonna take my sister. I'm like, I've never gone to a high school party, and I looked in the door, and I was like, Oh no! I was like, <laughs> All right, guys. I, I remember walking. Up, I remember walking up to the house, and it was a really big house in one of the ritzy neighborhoods I was telling you about, and. I just remember walking in and there was kids. It literally was like a scene from a movie of a high school yeah. party. Like red cups. Red cups. Yeah. Smoking, probably yeah. smoking weed. We went and to I was like, different, we went to one floor and we went back down really quick. And you were like, Yeah. Out. I was like, Mm-mm, that's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I realized like, like that, I think that moment, I think there was a time between my sophomore year and my, and my senior year because life was so crazy. I was like, what's the point, right? And you go, is it ever going to get any better? Because so far, we're just trying to figure out what normal is. We're trying to survive. Yeah. And, and so, and I remember, I'm like, Lord, I'm like, and actually, I didn't even know. So I knew God, because that's how we grew up, like Jehovah, right? But, but I didn't really have a relationship. And so I'm like, what's the point of living? That was the first time I ever had like a suicidal thought. I was like, there's, there's no point. There's no point. And I remember so, so vividly, <laughs> even I didn't know God. Right. <laughs> and he said, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm. That's why you're going to stay alive. Cause you have to protect them. And I'm like, got it. And I understood the assignment. <laughs> I really wow. did. I'm like, that, that's my assignment. Like that's, that's what it is. And so that really changed everything to, um, even when I moved out, I wasn't even allowed to come to the house. I wasn't allowed. My dad was like, I disown you, you left kind of thing. And I would sneak my brothers. I'm like, meet me at the park or yeah. uh, I just had to see them. Yeah, we had to sneak around because, but I'm like, I don't even care about my mom. I need to see my my brothers and my sister. Like I need to see them and make sure that they're okay. And that was probably the hardest thing that I- And that that was around the time too, that I had a huge conversation with mom because- the elders had told her that she had to limit the amount of time. That was why that happened. The elders yeah. had told her that. And then I found yeah. out about that and mm-hmm. I, I confronted mom. And that was when I told her the religion, it, I'm like, this isn't God. This is not God's love. If this religion is telling you that you cannot have a relationship with your daughter and she can't yeah. have a relationship with your other children. Yeah. I was like, that is not okay. And that was actually the first time too, I said to her, that I knew that she favored our brother Alex over us because he was the only one that continued in her religion. And she said, yeah. And she she admitted it to, so it was like, once she admitted it to me, it was like, I was just like shut down here. I was just like, cool. Now I know you, I, but now I can respect the fact that you actually said it. Yeah. Right. 
yeah, but now, now I'm calling bullshit on this. And, and that was like, when I said, I'm not going to church anymore. Yeah. So that was when that happened. Yeah. When well, when after, we well, after I moved out, I mean, I, the, the, I guess maybe even maybe because you, already, you were you had already moved out when I had this conversation, it was like, right. Yeah. after you moved out. Yeah. So I think, I think too, uh, whenever we met, it wasn't to talk about the bad. It was, it's so sweet. Like we, again, we created our own world. It was like, Hey, we're, we're here to just play. We're here to just hang out and talk. We're, it wasn't like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like it was, and we never really talked about, like, we never talked crap on anything. We just, we, we just kind of go, okay, this is where we at. This is what yeah. we got to do. This is what we want to do. And then it became, it, it became different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow. I feel like we need a whole another episode for all that. But. <laughs> yeah there's some layers to to the dynamic that not just her and I have but just with our other siblings it's almost like we have four different stories you know oh yeah yeah we do but it's just it's just been um I don't know so like now that you're adults and you've talked about everything that's happened in your childhood what is what is something that you experienced and she experienced and you view it differently like that you don't see happen the same way. Is there anything, you know? Uh, you know, I would, I would say that the relationship between um, the sisters and the brothers is totally different. I think my sister and I are all kind of have our stories kind of like right there. Yeah. yeah. Like we we're more, obviously we're more emotional. We're more like invested in relationships and more, we could see things, we can feel things, we can process things differently than a man can. Right. So, um, so when you talk to my brothers, it's like, <laughs> where, were, yeah. where were you living? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and so at this point, I think my sister and I have come to the realization that we're, our stories are never going to come align, yeah. right? They're never going to be there. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, yeah. that's just going to be, that's going to be what it is. And so um, we, even accepting that is freedom in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm not going to convince my brother. They're not going to convince me. Yeah. I mean, and even then it's like, you, you really want to start that conversation? Like we're not, we're not even going there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and because we are also women, right. We're, we're talkers. Yeah. <laughs> right. So whatever one feels the other one feels, you know, and so talkers and feelers, <laughs> talkers and feelers for sure. I mean, I mean, my sister and I, we're five years apart, but I kid you not, like we can show up at a party wearing the same color clothes and almost the same hairdo. Yeah. And you're like, how did, how did you do when that? I had hair. <laughs> and, and we're like, we're twins. Like what's wrong with you? You know? Yeah. Or even like, like having if she pain, has pain, pains in the yeah. same part of the body. You're telling me yeah. We have pains in the same part of the body. Like I had this thing, like what, I don't even know what it is. Like it just showed up where she's like, Oh, I couldn't sleep last night because this is whatever was happening, you know? Yeah. So, um, and even like getting we're married, so right. Yeah, even getting married, like she was my maid of honor. She couldn't even sign the paper. I know. But I mean, like she was like, she was my my girl, like my sister. She's my friend. She's my everything, right? And so um, even that, like that, like my sister's relationship is just oh. like, I don't know what I'd do without her. So yeah. even if I'm getting sick, I'm like, you better not do that again. I know. <laughs> you can't die on me. I need you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so so um, I feel so bad for people who don't have those types of relationships because your sister really does just become like your best friend that it's you your built-in know, best and friend and you don't have to ever have to worry about them leaving you like mm-hmm. in a fight or yeah because that's mm-hmm. how me and my sisters are yeah. and and that's the thing too I think we've gotten to the point there was a certain point where it was like we're gonna have hard conversations and we're gonna agree to disagree and a hundred percent of the love is there the entire yeah. Time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beautiful part of it now. Yeah. Is that because her and I do life so closely and we're both doing it so consciously that it's like, I yeah, see you, you see me, you know, like, and the love doesn't go. And that's the yeah. underlying thing. When you've got that love, you can really go through every kind of a conversation and yeah, come out. And there's, res- there's respect. Yes. There's, a, there's a really holy place to hold yeah. whatever that is that you're wrestling with. Right. It could be this or that. And I think that only, that only happens with a few, even, even in sisters, it's not even promised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So even in, even in our relationship, like, like we work at it. Yeah. There could mm-hmm. be sometimes we go a little bit longer, but I'm like, I need to like hear her voice. I need to see her face because she doesn't have to say anything. I could look at her face and be like, girl, what you got going on? Yeah. 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 And so you look tired. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's because you do 
there's so much like giving, you know, it's, it's a constant, it's a constant trade-off. Sometimes I need her more than she needs me. Yeah. And so, and sometimes she's really tired and I just, you know, we just kind of like mesh together. And so I think that makes it much easier to flourish in that relationship. Also, because I think there's so much love. We, there's even more grace, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You're covered in more grace. You're covered in more mercy because we're, I'm stupid. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, every day is a new day. Right. And so, um, when that grace is bestowed on me, I, it gives me like, Oh, I, I see that I, I replay. I'm like, that was, that didn't come out. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So let's, yeah. let's do that again. <laughs> yeah. Through your whole journey. What is the most surprising thing about like the stage of life that she's in right now? Like knowing her, her um, whole life and where she's ended up at this point, what's so, what's the most surprising thing to you? Oh. So <laughs> um, here comes a picture okay here comes that picture because I love pictures I love being able to put a picture to a feeling yeah to, to a story right so and even then it's not necessarily a picture that you don't know it's a picture that you, you. so when she was giving birth to Alexia uh, mind you I've already had I've already had two children right so I know and I was I'm 19 at. and this yeah is my, okay this is my big sister mama hen she's giving birth she's in labor and she's natural, right? Because she's badass like that. But she's badass different than I am. Hers, mine is like, everybody's going to know, right? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, oh, oh, you know, you did that to me. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and this girl is sitting there in like labor pains. And she's just, I got the epidural. she's like, no sound, mm-hmm. no sound. And, and I look like, at her. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was like the strangest thing. And I'm like, what do I do? Cause I'm going off of sounds and this girl's not making any sounds. I'm just looking at the monitor going like this. And I'm like, like I know she's having a big one right now. <laughs> yeah. I know she's having a big one. And she just, she just muscled through it. Yeah. Right. And even in her first marriage, she just muscled through it quietly. And then as she's, as she's gotten older, she's learned to make more noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so thankful because I don't know how to come along if she doesn't make a noise. Yeah. Nobody knows, right? And I'm like, you got to make a noise. You have to let me know. You have to let people know how they can come along. Because yes, you're strong. You don't have to prove that to me. I know you're strong, right? But I'm like, even this week that, you know, she's been home a week and a half. I'm like, girl, if they say they want to come over to help, you say yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You better I not say no. Like, I, I have learned very quickly that I'm not asking. I'm just doing because yeah. you're not going to ask or say yes. yes, you need help. I'm so I'm barging yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And that's the kind of friend you need. I yeah. also do. You need a friend that's going to come in and start, start washing dishes. I had a friend that she always had laundry. I was her laundry fairy. We would talk and I'd fold her laundry and you just need people like that, right? You just need people that are going to come in be like, what you doing? Let's clean the bathroom, you know, whatever it is. And so as she's getting older, she's 35, beautiful 35. She's learning to make more sound. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that just comes in a place of confidence of like, I, it's safety, it's confidence. It's mm-hmm. yes. I, if I say yes, this, there's going to be something, right? Yeah. And I think I'm really proud of her for doing that because we can't do our life, not doing anything. Like we have to do an SOS because if yeah. not, we will go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's surrounded by all that beauty at home. <laughs> you yeah. can't go down, I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she's fine. She's always fighting big battles, you know, and she's always taking the high road. And I think sometimes we're just called to do a different kind of road walking. Like, I don't know when I picture her, I just picture like a woman with no feet. Like you literally just, what do you mean? Like princess around. Like, I don't know. You glide, you don't walk, you glide. Like how do you think through everything that you guys have been through? She ended up just gliding. Cause I don't glide. I don't feel like I'm gliding. (laughs) Um, So, and I know what you're talking about because I've seen it. Yeah, it's just I know exactly. Like, I yeah, know. I know what you're talking you don't about. Walk from place to place. You just like get there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I. I think, and she probably, and she probably knows this like about herself, right? So, it's just the way to to just keep things together, mm-hmm. right? It's for for her heart, for her mind, to just if you don't do anything you're falling behind. And you know what we are, have been doing, we've been taught from little to be doers. Yeah. Right. So even learning how to sit, I mean, I've had, I've had really a really beautiful influence. I had my godmother who said, 
she like always spoke life into me, right? And so everything she told me, I was like, sissy, here you go. This is what she told me, like regurgitating everything back. Just sit down and let the dishes be what they're going to be. Like go outside. And I mean, even like when I went out, I was like, let's get the girls a trampoline. Let them jump, let them get crazy, let them, you know, do kinds of stuff. And so I think giving that, she almost feels like she's got to get permission. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like today, don't do dishes, you know? And so- um, I think that's just a self-maintaining mechanism, like to maintain uh-huh. myself. But the thing is with her, she makes it look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She makes it look very beautiful. So you're like, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I think too, I think for her, that's just, that's just how she serves. Yeah. Know? Right. She serves the people. She loves that way. She serves by creating these beautiful spaces, this beautiful food, even taking care of herself, her body and her mind. Yes. Ways for her to be able to fill them back up, you know? And so she knows, she knows her, her, she knows what her goal is. And I think she does a really good job of getting there. I think sometimes she holds it too tight, but I think she's, she's getting much better. I mean, I'm so proud of her today for sitting. Is that your closet, Sissy? It's my closet. No, that's Will's side. (laughs) That's Will's side. (laughs) (laughs) We started recording, like my side's much prettier to look at. No, but but we were talking about Enneagrams last week and I'm the perfectionist. And the thing that stood out to me the most was that ones are often, you grow up in chaotic um, home lives. So and I'm a helper. So that's, I'm, I'm I'm like, I'm trying to figure out this whole helper thing. I'm like, if I had not grown up, like I had, and if I didn't have all these children, I'm a two, two. a server, yeah, a helper we're never going to arrive, but I think there's a really fun way to just continue getting closer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's so much, so much to learn from ourselves and our, each other. And I don't know, some That's days I'm like, thing. like when she walked in, I was like, it's so weird. Cause I started off my morning so slow. I did yoga in the room because Gigi was sleeping. And then I just kind of like flowed into the day. Malaya wandered in, I made breakfast you know, like, I feel like I did all the things that I would normally stress about doing, but today I just, I still got everything done, but I did it in a more like Elizabeth and, and Kiara way, because you guys are so similar actually, like in that way where you, that had to have happened because I needed somebody like you to be able to bring me back down. You know, mm-hmm. she, we talked about, like we did that, like, um, <laughs> Like one time she was like, if Will and I were married, we'd be the most unproductive, <laughs> unmotivated couple. And, yeah, like, right? and like her husband, you know, Rick and I are so alike that it would be like that, that wouldn't work. You need it's some to counterbalance. Yeah. So, well, you I, know what, as you're, as you're talking about that, I, um, I think we had a really good, we got to see what that looks like to see what you do. Mm. Cause mom was like that mom just did like, she just you know and like it's almost like when the kids watch me they're like mom you make that look so easy yeah yeah. right so even though my mom like mom had so many things that she had to work on but there was these things about her they were just like how like I even still go like how did she do that she would make delicious food out of nothing because we had nothing right and um those are the meals my kids even remember more than the ones I had all the ingredients for you know I'm like what the heck you know I just spent all day like roasting this thing and whatever (laughs) and you're you're talking about the stupid quesadillas I made this morning (laughs) (laughs) because all I had was tortillas and cheese (laughs) yeah yeah and so I think we had there's a lot of things about mom that are just really really hard but there's a lot of things about mom that are just I mean she's a worker I mean even still now she just she just does. She just goes. I'm like, mom, how do you keep going? I can't keep up with you. Right. Well, that's what, like, I remember you used to tell me that when I lived with you after my divorce and you would just tell me, like, you would get frustrated that I'd get frustrated that the dishes were full again. And, <laughs> you know, like I would do them. I was constantly doing them because I just wanted my space to feel clean. And yeah. because I was living there and I'm like, I got to pull my weight and I want to show her that I'm doing a good job. And so I'm yeah. always like, I always wanted to please her, you know? So it was like, I would get so mad that I would go to school at night for four hours and come home. And it looked like I did nothing before I left. And I would be like, oh my God, oh okay, my we'll God. get it done tomorrow. Yeah. I know. I know. She was seriously like my, my favorite roommate, like her and I, <laughs> like we, 
we could live. It was beautiful because even we had this tiny little kitchen in this place that we literally like did circles <laughs> yeah. around each other. We had, yeah. Um, but it felt so big. Even like the one time the mailman came by and he's like, what y'all eat? You want to come over to eat? You yeah, know? I know. And we used to it make was the just, best sandwiches in the house because you had, the, you were growing your first little garden bell peppers yeah it was it was so sweet but even then like I would do something and a kid would call me and I'd go like this and then she'd swoop in and I mean it was like the most beautiful ebb and flow like even when Alexia was home like sometimes mama couldn't do it I'm like I got you girl Mm -hmm. and Alexia didn't like it but even Mm -hmm. then I'm like Mm -hmm. sometimes she just looked like it was just it was so good it was so beautiful yeah to be able to be so synchronized that way to just kind of like all right let's Let's just keep going, you know? Yeah, well, that, that was-, was a really, like, that was a really hard time. So, uh, like, just having her support, like, there's no way, for one, that I could have left as easily as I did because I had, like, literally physical people with me to make sure that yeah. I was okay to leave. But you know what, Sissy? I, the reason why everything became like it did and it was so protected for the both of us is because dan was our protector mm-hmm. and that's what you i was would, yeah you and me both my husband was the dad like he was the one that's like that's it we're doing this um and he even like loved on my sister oh, yeah. like we've known each other for so long right loved on her like like with everything that he had it and was so the first healthy <laughs> male i ever experienced mm-hmm. in my life it was it was very sweet i mean that also made him really an amazing man because he had all these lovely people to take care of, you know, <laughs> that included you, that included junior, that included Alex, you know, and he just, he was an only child. So for him, it was like, I'm taking all of it, right. <laughs> all the pretty and ugly. Like it wasn't like, Oh, she's too much of a hot mess. It was like, they will like, that's what he walked into <laughs> was a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think that says a lot about these men that we have in our life who yeah. can really, you know, put our feet on the ground and be like, all right, let's, logically walked through this because you know I was super emotional right yeah. so even though I knew what I wanted to do and say I could never do it because I was just like I was ah, super you know? emotional too but then I just shut it all down like yeah, I internalize it so I don't talk to yeah. anyone about it slowly you're getting better I am. <laughs> I am I am yeah it feels good I always say like it stings for a few seconds and then after that I'm like oh that wasn't so bad yeah okay. <laughs> you yeah. know so it's just learning to like Except that with the pain comes growth, you know? Yeah. Well, even the yeah. night before you went to the hospital and you were sending me those voice tell- oh, yeah. voice messages, yeah. Rick was sitting next to me and he was like, what's happening? I was like, she is not okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know that I have another friendship where, where we would have that comfortability. No. Like mm-hmm. that was like, oh, she's not okay. But also like, I'm, she's I'm okay. expressing that I'm really yeah, like not okay. She's, she's, <laughs> yeah. You're sharing it and you're being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like that's not easy to do with anybody. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, the, the thing too, with my sister and I's relationship is that at one point I was like, I don't want to be your mom. I don't yeah. want to do that. That's I don't want to be your sister. Yes, you know? yeah. And I think even, even sometimes like she finds, even as, as things happen like this, she sends me the picture the next morning. I'm like, what the heck? yeah you know and she waits until she's in a safe place to tell me like I'm still I'm gonna take care because she knows this mama brain and Mm -hmm. I click in real quick (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because I I knew that if I told you first you wouldn't be able to handle it like I would have been like girl you better go or I'm gonna come take you to the hospital right now yeah I think that's that's very true I think that there's a uh as as an older sibling the the privilege and the curse that comes along with it is really deep yeah, I, I remember so- like when I was going before I left my ex, um, I would avoid calling my sister just because I knew that if she heard my voice, she was going to know that I wasn't okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, yeah. I really was isolated because I didn't want anyone to know what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Because yeah. it was like, she looks at me and she's like, what's wrong? I know. You I know. know. <laughs> There's rough day. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, yeah. Because we feel well, we're so in tune. Well, even Nathaniel, even he says that he's the oldest of right five and he says, oh man, this is the hardest job. I mean, the responsibility that he feels over his siblings is, is big, but I'm like, buddy, the, the ability you have to inspire and, and move and like the privilege, I think it's a privilege to be there, you know? And so Mateo's not going to have that. Yeah. He's a baby, right? 
It might be totally different for him. And I'm like, but you have this amazing. And so even then like casting out these like dreams, like what is, what does this look like for you? Cause you can make it a curse and you can make it a, a blessing. Yes. So it all depends on how you're going to do that lemonade thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Cause we're not promised anything. Nothing's promised. Everything is, is so fluid. Everything changes so fast. I mean, we know this last two years when crap, right. I mean, we don't, we don't stop growing. And I think if we, if we don't stop, that's a good thing. We got to keep learning. We got to keep growing. We got to keep pushing ourselves to do the right thing, to, to do the right thing all the time. And softening in the places where we need to soften. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that comes with learning because you got to learn like, I really messed up, right? I have, like I have un- to say, unlearning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You have to unlearn all the time. Yeah. And that's what growing pains are, right? Mm-hmm. Ours look a little bit different than the, when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's always, there's always room to grow Aww. and that there's always so hopeful. <laughs> yeah. We're like, you're in this race. We're in this race. We're doing it together and I can't do it without you. So please. I think we've gotten really good at telling each other that too. Like just mm-hmm. the quick text and you've been doing, you like never used to be on your phone before. So now it's so great getting texts from you that are just like <laughs> funny memes and I don't know. It's just like, it's like such a way of communication without really having to have the lengthy, de- you know, details sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. that we can have yeah. easily, you know, like we had a yeah. target yesterday. <laughs> I was telling her, I'm like not the longest target trip ever for a few things because I had to stop to talk to my sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. I was like, girl, you're on a mission, aren't you? She was like, <laughs> <laughs> like did you see her eyes? I'm darting. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but I, mean, I, you know, I, I think too, I, I think the biggest catalyst for our family moving a completely different way is I think when I married Dan, before I married Dan, I knew Dan was different, right? I knew some, some, this guy's, something's different with this guy, right? And so the more I got to know him, the more I realized how much he loved God. And I think that right there was like my, it was my permission to choose to go another way. Like that was, that was the God saying to me, I give you permission to go completely the other way. And I think that is so powerful, right? For my sister and her children and you know who who knows how, I mean and it and it, it ripples right it does and it's dance, dance, dance changed so many yeah uh so many people's hearts and perspectives on children yeah. a husband helping a wife and and so it's created a really safe place to grow and to learn to do different you know even this cranky man Dan just has grace. so gracefully I don't know oh my, how how do you do that when Dan asked my dad for her hand in marriage, he was working on a car and he stopped and looked up and he said, go talk to her mom. Yeah. And he met, he met Dan for the first time, like for real, for real, the day before we got married. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. That's that crazy. was the only two encounters with Dan before we like married the next day. But I mean, Dan just had, Dan just had a presence and Dan loves God more than anything. And that's what he wants to do. He's not perfect, but I think that that desire to be in his will and his, and his graces is so beautiful and holy. Right. So it just kind of just goes on farther than that. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan's yeah. like super easy going. And I think even when I was dating again, that was something that definitely like will has that quality, <laughs> yes. you know, we've talked about that before and it was because it reminded me. So like, it's, it's weird because I, now I can say my first husband was my com- being comfortable in my relationship with my dad, which was yeah and abrupt and walking on eggshells and all these other feelings and the second husband I chose was more because he reminded me of Dan's softness easygoingness and and safe totally yeah yeah Yeah. so it was it was really cute when she dated she's like I'd like for you guys to meet Will Dan's like I (laughs) (laughs) I mean right now like Isabella has this little boy who's interested in her and and today he he was talking to the guy he's like he's like hey uh you know that story in the Bible about the guy who is he, the king says, if you go conquer this whole place, I'll give you my daughter. He says, basketball next year. If you conquer it, I may give you permission to date and continue with my daughter. <laughs> I mean, and the kid's like, <laughs> you know, but he, that's what he, that's what he does. He uses like these stories to kind of put the point, but then make it clear yeah. that yeah. it's not going to be easy, but it's, there's fun in there, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Dan ended up, Dan married my sister. 
yeah. for her oh, wedding. Oh, he did. Wow. He, yeah, he did our yeah. Stuff. And it was like the sweetest thing because Danny knew my so sister. Like there yeah. was nobody, nobody that could have done that better because he has seen me literally from the time you started dating him, like yeah. when I turned 18. Yeah. And so I was like, what, 12? Yeah, yeah you were little. little. Yeah. I was, I was 18 in a couple months, but yeah, I was. Dan has, yeah. Dan has like raised me in yeah. healthier, like, Hey, you, you messed up. He was really yeah. saying, you made a wrong choice, but it's not the end of the world. And we can, yeah. we can fix it. We mm-hmm. can, you know, like he didn't let me get away with things, but mm-hmm. he pulled me out in the most beautiful yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Well, even you getting pregnant with Alexia, yeah. we were like, ah! and then we called Dan and Dan's like, it's a blessing from the Lord. And we're like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause we were freaking out, right? She's freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm like, ah! yeah. you know, and he's like, He's like, no, it is, it is a blessing from the Lord. And that child is a gift from God. And I'm like, thank you. We just needed to have our feet grounded. Yeah, You're right. And Alexia was that she was such a gift. And so it was, it was, it was for her, the willing to fight for something new too. Yeah. And so I think that was, um, that was life-saving for her Absolutely. as well. It's for us. Like, no, like we're going to go through all of it, right. Through all of it. And they did. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. There's no way I would be who I am today without my sister and Dan. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's easy to love you mm-hmm. and oh, it's really yeah. easy to do life with you. I agree. I love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but the people yeah. that I choose to love on, it's so mutual. Like I just, I give it so much, but there aren't that many, but the ones that get it, yeah. you know that I'm in it a hundred percent. Yes. Loyal to to all of it. She's going to go to the grave with some secrets. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're already trying to come up with trips we're going to do when we get older. And even now we're like, Hey girl, let's do some, uh, this groupie thing. Let's figure out how to do this. Yeah. So yeah, um, gonna be... now we're, now we're in a different place to do adventures. Traveling sisters, we are, yeah. we would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I like it's, that. uh, like yeah, that. Really sisters. yeah, for sure. Um, well, she's, she's many miles away from me, but it doesn't take very long to feel like she's right next door. So Aww. other than being able to squeeze her, I know, seriously, I yeah. wouldn't survive yeah. without it. Yeah, no, I'm it's so tech, technology makes me mad, but some things are like, I'm like, I, I can, I, I can, can do that. that. <laughs> simple, though. Yeah. 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 Aww, thank yeah you. thanks so. for coming on the podcast oh my gosh oh. yeah i love it i think that well, we let me let me let me let me read this uh, my favorite passage over you too and uh i'm so glad that you girls are doing this because this is and nathaniel goes this is scary mom this is really scary and my buddy, why is this because he was gonna do podcasting uh-huh he was gonna interview a bunch of people yeah. and uh, i said babe you know why would he say what do we have to lose? That's what we're saying. Like, look, we're having we're having so many great conversations. So yeah. And I think that's that's the when you get over that, then your world opens up quite a bit. Yeah. So let's let's not be yeah. I'll read you, I'll read you my favorite passage. This is uh numbers six, 22, 24 through 26. Okay. Um may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. And this is the prayer I give you both. (laughs) Thank you. I love you so much. I'm so happy that you've met my sister and that she gets to have you. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And I'm not jealous in the least bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the great thing, too. We're not jealous of each other. No, no, we're, we're not. We're like, girl, go do it. Like, who are your girls? Yeah. I just want to know that she's got her girls that, that have her back. And she does. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's my sister. She came yeah. and met. We went out one night when she was in town for a little bit, but she's all the time. She's like, I'm just so happy you have her. Like, yeah. it just makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. No. And I think that's a, that's a really beautiful place to be too, to just like, I'm, there's, there's no jealousy. Like my relationship with you is my relationship with you. And that's, yeah. that's it. And yours yeah. is different. Other people. And I'm like, yeah. And I, and that's, and that's really good. That's a really, 
healthy place to be. Cheers to the healthiness, man. So here we are. Life was very unfiltered this week. So life's lemonade.unfiltered. Follow us on Instagram. My personal page is underscore in the mess with yes. And mine is malama.mama. And you can find us. Keep up with us doing our shenanigans. (laughs) DM us what topics you want us to talk about. Questions, advice, all the things. We're here for it. We're here for it all. (laughs) Remember, Lemon Drops. Be kind. Stay curious. Live unfiltered. See you next week. See you next week.